0: October 1st, and you're tuned in to the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast. I'm Joe Noga, joined by Paul Hoynes, our Tribe beat writer. Hoynesy, we've made it to October. October baseball, unfortunately, it's uh, the end of the season October baseball, not the postseason October baseball that we're kind of used to seeing around Cleveland. Uh, The Indians will play their final three games of the season in Texas against the Rangers, uh, salvaging uh, one victory on their trip to Kansas City. Last night, they come through with a, a, a big win. Shane Bieber uh, started the game, went another three innings, gave up a run, but, uh, you know, looked like the Shane Bieber that we're, we're used to seeing, and, and that's gotta be a great sign for the Indians.
1: Yeah, uh, and, you know, admittedly, he wasn't as sharp as he was last Friday, a week ago, Friday, um, a week ago today. Um, when he, you know, he retired, what, nine straight White Sox, uh, three strikeouts. Uh, uh, He, you know, he he struggled a little bit in in the second inning. Uh, Yes, last night, you know, gave up a double and a single. But I thought that may have done him some good, you know, because he had to pitch pitch out of uh, kind of a pressure situation. And, you know, he needed, what, 50 pitches to get through three innings, uh, as opposed to 34 to get through three innings uh, last Friday. So, you know, it was a little different outing for him, but I think uh, I think it, it put him in a good frame of mind going into the winter, Joe.
0: And and he looked like he was throwing free and easy. He didn't look like he was, you know, holding anything back. And uh, he was able to throw, you know, pitch when he got ahead of hitters. You knew he was going to go with his curveball, and he threw it. He threw where he wanted to. Uh, I, I believe he struck out. Uh, it was Whit Merrifield on one um, that he, you know it was a big pitch in a big situation. So I think, um, you know, to see that, to see him using and having full command of, of his arsenal is, is another positive that, that, you know, sort of sets him off in the right direction in the off season where he can, he can just do his normal off season routine as opposed to recovering from, uh, you know, the, the injury that caused him to miss three months.
1: Yeah, definitely. And, uh, you know, I think you, you look at beaver and you see him pitch you know these last two games uh it's kind of you know you 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 can't help but wonder what if you know what what if this guy had stayed healthy and what if savali hadn't get hurt and what if police hadn't broken his thumb Uh, you know where would what if what if police x shirt fit him the right way (laughs) and he know, anyways we're
0: we make light of it but go ahead
1: yeah what you know how would this season have worked out and i guess you know, you really can't, it's it's a, if you play that game too much, it drives you crazy. And, uh, you know, it was uh, kind of just uh, refreshing to hear, uh, you know, what, what DeMarlo Hale said uh, after, after the game that, you know, kind of regardless of the, uh, the results that he was impressed by Bieber, you know, his kind of status on the team that he had worked so hard to uh, get back and make these two starts. And really in, in his, his course of Beaver's career, these are like, you know, this is not going to be, uh, you know, memorable starts, but, you know, he, he, he put in three years, three months of work. He made it back. He, and uh, Hale was saying, you know, he kind of set an example for the ball club and ev- everybody else was, <clears throat> you know, who's been on the injured list. And, Know, to, uh, to work back and how important it is to get back and compete and play in games.
0: Yeah, and another sort of comeback story from last night, uh, Harold Ramirez, not expected to be in the starting lineup, but at the last minute, uh, Framo Reyes was a, a late scratch with a, a sore neck. So Harold went in there as the designated hitter, had a couple of hits, a couple of RBI singles, uh, and just a nice way to bounce back from a horrific game uh, the night before.
1: Yeah, definitely. It showed, uh, you know, Harold may have found his position here or somewhere as a DH, keep him out of the outfield and just let him swing the bat. And, uh, you know, but it was good to see, you know, and he knew, you know, I think, you know, that we we always talk about this, Joe, because, you you know, you play baseball every day. These guys play every day. So, you know, you got to have a short-term memory. And, you know, you can redeem yourself. You know, from one bat to the next, from one play to the next, or one game to the next, and uh, that's what Harold did.
0: And Logan Allen uh, also—he of the short memory—he came in and, you know, had another uh, nice outing uh, in to to back Beaver up there. Uh, he wound up getting the victory uh, for the Indians as as he pitched a, a few innings uh, after Beaver. Uh, just what has Logan Allen done for himself to to sort of, you know, position himself for
1: next season? I think he's right in that mix, Joe, you know, those starters, you know, probably with Eli Morgan and, and, uh, and Allen, and I don't know if, how they're going to use Henkes, you know, if he's, if he's a starter, it sounds like he's a reliever now, but you know, they've got a bunch of relievers, I mean, some starters coming up from the minors. So uh, I think Allen did, did nothing but help himself last night. He's just, too, it's interesting His two wins this year come against uh, Kansas city and they've all both come in September. So uh, uh, it's uh, maybe he's found the team that he, that he, that he can uh, uh, kind of pitch against and can, uh, you know, give him some good vibes whenever he faces. them. Yeah. He's three innings last night,
0: four hits struck out two, didn't walk a batter and that's huge for, uh, for Logan Allen. So uh, nice to see you there. Uh, we also got to see Sam Hentges, like you said, and Anthony ghost come out uh, of the bullpen ghost just looked, uh, he was, he was thrown. <laughs> he looked pretty good. Uh, one walk, one strikeout for Anthony ghost, but another scoreless inning, uh, for, for basically one of the best stories of the year there, uh, happens in the last couple of weeks with Anthony Ghost coming up and making his
1: major league debut as a pitcher. Yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, Hale rolled out what Allen, uh, Henkes and, and ghost three lefties right back to back to back. And, uh, you usually don't see that and that's you know so there's been some bullpens in the past with the Indians even this year where they haven't had a whole lot of lefties so now you got three of them you know and is kind of a swing guy
0: yeah uh as the Indians wrapped up their um series in Kansas City we have the pitching rotation set for the end of the season uh Eli Morgan going tonight in Texas Tristan McKenzie on Saturday and uh, surprisingly, Aaron Savali is going to get the, the the last start of the season on Sunday at three o'clock in Texas. Uh, Cal Quantrill could have uh, could have made that start; would have been in line in terms of rest. But the Indians decided uh, that they've they've seen all they need to see out of Cal this year. Uh, just an excellent all around season uh, out of the right hander, um, and just uh, kind of surprised that he's not going to get that start.
1: Yeah, I, I was uh, Joe, and uh, you know I talked to. Uh... I talked to Mike Chernoff, the general manager, who's on this trip. And uh, I think they thought, you know, with the workload, uh, you know, Quantrill put in in the second half, especially, you know, I think you wrote a story about it where, where he leads what the American league and in innings pitched in the second half among starters. Uh, you know, he's, he's uh, what, seven and one, eight and one with a great ERA in, in, uh, in the second half. And I think they just wanted to you know, A, give, give Quantrill, you know, let him go into the off season with, with a good feeling about himself and B, you know, Savali was, had missed so much time. And I guess he really was, you know, kind of pushing to start, make that last start on a Sunday. And uh, so I think they want to give Savali that chance to, you know, kind of accumulate a couple more innings, a few more innings, kind of, to, you know, build a base to go into the off season where he can, you know, continue to, uh, you know, kind of rebound from this season where, you know, that that finger injury really, uh, you know, cost him a big chunk of time and maybe, you know, maybe a career season as well where he was pitching before he got hurt. He he, he
0: was. He was among the, the Cy Young candidates before he, he went down. Uh, from, from Savali's perspective, uh, you know, pushing for that last start, pushing to, uh, to get the ball on Sunday, uh, I think makes a little sense. You don't want to head into the offseason with that sort of taste in your mouth like he's he's got from the last couple of outings where he's given up, what, nine nine home runs in the last? And,
1: well, in his last, since he's came come off the DL, he's given up uh, the IL. He's given up uh, nine home runs in uh, 20 innings, 20 and two-third innings, in, over, I, I believe, four or five starts. So, you know, he's kind of struggled. And, uh, you know, I think I guess that's, you know, it it's not like, uh, you know, they kind of turned Savali loose here. You know, he can he can go as deep in the games as he wants. It's not like, you know, they've they've been controlling Beaver's pitch cuts. So, you know, he's kind of I think he's he's kind of gone through some peaks and valleys, and you expect that, I think, when you miss so much time. There's never been a better time to register
0: for Indian subtext. Get all your Cleveland Indians news with updates from Cleveland.com reporters Paul Hoynes and Joe Noga. Get on board now by going to joinsubtextcom slash Cleveland Indians. Our subscriber-based service gives you the latest news, analysis, and more from the Indians. For $3.99 a month, you get everything we're hearing from the team and the first word before things are announced. We text you big breaking news directly to your phone, even before it's up on Cleveland.com. And you can text us directly with your questions. questions and opinions on everything from the team's name to that day's lineup. And it's the only way to get your questions and comments on the Cleveland Baseball Talk Podcast. Why sign up?
1: Hear from one of our subscribers. I'm uh, Jeff Heinerson. I grew up there in Milan, Ohio, but I now live out in Idaho. I've been here for 40 years, and uh, my son was born and raised here, and I got him as a birthday present uh, your subtext. And I wanted to thank Paul for sending him a birthday greeting and to tell you that he is really enjoying the subtext. He, even He's not from Ohio, but because he grew up with me, he's hardcore Indian fans. so (laughs) thanks again
0: Jeff and all of our Indian Subtext subscribers agree there's a lot going on with the Indians and the best way to keep up is with Indian Subtext go to joinsubtext.com slash Cleveland Indians or better yet text Hoinsey at 216-208-4346 again that's 216-208-4346 we look forward to hearing from you on Indian Subtext right well, one thing uh, Savali won't have to deal with on Sunday uh, is seeing Salvador Perez in the lineup. Uh, talk about the series that just, just this past series that Salvi had. Uh, I think he had another double last night as the, the designated hitter. But uh, just where does, does Salvador Perez now, he's the, the major league leader in home runs and RBIs, I believe. Uh, where does he rank now in your uh, in anybody's Uh, MVP ballot, because obviously Shohei Ohtani's, you know, done what he's done all year. Vlad Guerrero is the the darling and the stat boy in terms of, you know, just stuffing every category. But, you know, two of the biggest categories in in baseball, and Salvador Perez leads the majors in home runs and RBIs.
1: Yeah, I think uh, he's definitely put himself on the map. I mean, this guy's a monster, Joe. I mean, I always liked him, but I've never seen him. Like every time he comes up, he came up in this series, you know, the crowd was going crazy and you expected him to hit the ball out of the park or, you know, hit the ball through somebody's midsection. I mean, he was making contact. He wasn't just making contact. He was like, like the ball was vaporized off his bat. That double he hit uh, last night, uh, Ramirez jumped for it, but I'm glad he didn't catch it because it might have put a hole in his hand.
0: Yeah. Well, the ball that he hit off of Zach Plisak, the first pitch uh, fastball that he hit off of Zach Plisak on uh, Wednesday night, he just destroyed the straightaway center field, and that's that. That showed me a guy that, you know, he's not getting fooled by anything, and he was on every pitch that he was seeing. Uh, I, I, you, you haven't really seen somebody that locked in since like Barry Bonds in in the early two thousands. I mean, he was everything he was seeing at the plate was just was just there for him. So. Uh, the Indians glad to get away from him. And, uh, and I, I think he's, he's done pretty well for himself in terms of where he's going to be positioned in the the MVP race um, after, after seeing what he's done uh, just over the last couple of weeks against the Indians. Uh, speaking of races, the, the, wild, boy, wouldn't it be great if they had expanded playoffs this year? Wouldn't the, uh, wouldn't the, the chases and and just the way that everything is bunched up right now be even better. But with this wild card, uh, you know, situation in the American league uh, the Yankees are up in first place, two games and then Boston and Seattle now tied for the second wild card with Toronto, a game out. Uh, There are 2 postseason spots left one AL wild card. And I believe uh, the NL, west versus or, or wild card uh, spot is, is yet to be clinched so uh what do you see shaking out here in the the
1: american league with this wild card race it is wild joe i wonder i wonder who has the tiebreaker with uh, boston and seattle you know if they uh, if they i don't know if they could ever finish ties. Well, I don't If know. they
0: finish with identical records the the three-way tie um scenarios are pretty chaotic mm-hmm. they would have like uh Boston and Seattle play each other and then the winner would play um, New York. So it's, it's a, a, there's like, there is a chaos scenario where everybody finishes, (laughs) you know, completely tied uh, across the board, but the Yankees are playing Tampa Bay. Uh, The Yankees still haven't clinched, which is uh, a a big deal. So if New York, you know, loses three games to Tampa Bay this weekend and, you know, gets a little help from other places or the Red Sox and, and uh, Blue Jays get a little help from from other places. I still just can't get over how Seattle is in position to be in the postseason right now. They, they had uh, like a, a less than 2% chance at the beginning of the month, and, and they've just they've played out of their minds. You're talking about Scott Service and a bunch of 20-year-olds
1: in, in Seattle right now. Yeah. They're playing great. Uh, just, uh, you know, great baseball. You know, they've owned the, they've owned the A's, you know, they've really, you know, made, made hay against uh, Oakland. 12th, and, uh, 12th straight against Oakland. Yeah. So, and, and that's, and uh, just a, a great story. And, uh, you know, the who's the kid that K- Kalenick came back? Jared, Jared Kelnick Yeah. Yeah. Came, came back up. We saw him, you know, he made his big league debut against the Indians. You know, had a good series and then he really struggled, but they brought him back up and, uh, you know, it looks like Jerry DePoto maybe they have finally found the uh, magic formula out there. As long as he can stop making trades, you know, well, like that's the they they traded away their best reliever. They, they, they traded
0: away, um, their, their closer and, and still have been able to, to come through and win close games and, and have all the success, uh, Scott Service is getting, uh, you know, manager of the year vote for me. It's st- somewhere on the ballot. He's going to get one uh, for sure. He he deserves it. Uh, the would, they, the answer, would you
1: agree they're ahead of schedule? I mean, they're, they're probably. I, I would say
0: they're they're well ahead of schedule, and you know, don't be surprised to see a drop off at the beginning of next year because they're they're not uh, they're so young. I, I think you know that's that that might catch up to them next year but service has done, done just a fantastic job. And, and uh, you know, the, the Astros clinched last night. They, they clinched a postseason season berth. Uh, Carlos Correa might be playing his last postseason with uh, the Astros. I think Dusty Baker deserves some consideration
1: for manager of the year as well. Yeah, Dusty's done a great job. He came into a tough, tough situation and is handled with, uh, handled it like a, a statesman. You know, he's really kind of fielded all the questions and, uh, you know, and the, and the Astros, even though, you know, they've, they've gone through some ups and downs and traded some people, uh, th- that's still a really good ball club. And, uh, you know, they're, they're right back in the race again. And Bregman is back. Uh, he's going to help them. So uh, that's a team to watch, definitely. All right. Well, the Indians uh,
0: conclude the season with a three-game series in Texas starting tonight. Eli Morgan on the mound for the Indians. Uh, Eli's been fantastic this last couple of starts, uh, and and really just uh, you're you've come to expect six innings and fewer than three runs out of him uh, just the last you know three four outings. Uh, what you get to actually, Hoynesy, you get to to check out the new ballpark, the Globe Life Field. Uh, first time being there, uh, you check another ballpark off of your uh, your yeah. sort of list there. Have
1: you been to every ballpark in the in the majors? You've, you've seen every one of them? I've, I haven't been to this ballpark, Joe, and the uh, the one in Atlanta, the new one in Atlanta.
0: The I new think. one in Atlanta. Okay. Well well, well, we'll wait until the Indians come around to, to, to get in Atlanta on the schedule and see if you can cross that one off your list as well.
1: Yeah. In Texas, I've been to all three ballparks that the Rangers have played in. The old Arlington Stadium, the, mm-hmm. the new – you know, the second – first or the first – version of Globe Life Field and now the the new version of Globe Life Field. So well this one's right next to uh Jerry's world down there.
0: You get to to be next to the the Cowboys. I think the Cowboys have a game on Sunday, don't they?
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Oh well have fun with that. Enjoy the uh (laughs) enjoy the atmosphere down there. Uh and uh you know safe travels and have a, a great trip back as you wrap up the uh the end of the regular season. Uh we'll talk to you again on Monday here on the Cleveland baseball
1: talk podcast. All right Joe.